0: So I want to give you a little bit of just a setting up of one of the coolest phrases in the Come Follow Me scripture block for the week. Now let me back up to actually chapter 21, which was included in last week's. If you look at the chapter heading, it says, Paul journeys to Jerusalem. He is persecuted, arrested, and bound. Then you get to chapter 22. Paul recounts the story of his conversion, and he does that several times in this uh, scripture block here. And he also tells of seeing Jesus in a vision. He is accorded some privileges as a Roman citizen, so here's where Paul is a Roman citizen, but he's also a Jewish Pharisee. So he's got almost some dual citizenship there, and he tries to work that as best as he can. Now he's got people on both sides of that coin who just do not like him, which leads to chapter 23. Okay, Now it talks about how Paul is smitten at Ananias's order. Ananias is a high priest right here, and I would imagine if I was Paul, and this is just me putting myself in Paul's situation, I would be so frustrated at this point. I would just be like, come on, here I am, I've, I've accepted Jesus Christ, and, and I've tried to Teach and I am finding myself standing before all of these people trying to justify all of the good things I've been trying to do, and I've been accused of things that I'm not doing. So, you got verse one Paul, earnestly beholding the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God unto this day. I'm going to bring that up later on this week. The high priest Ananias commanded them that stood by him to smite him on the mouth. So, here he is, and he's like going around smacking Paul. Verse three, and this is where I think we see Paul's frustration. Then said Paul unto him, God shall might be thou whited wall now you click on the footnote there of whited wall it's going to take you over to a few verses it's going to take you to ones that you're fairly familiar with that we just talked about back in matthew woe unto you you scribes you pharisees you hypocrites which is basically who paul is talking to he's talking to sadducees he's talking to pharisees for ye are like unto whited sepulchers which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness." And so I think Paul is just very, very frustrated. And so what do they do? They throw him into a prison cell. You go down to verse number 10. In fact, here's what happens. You got these Sadducees who do not believe in the resurrection and you got the Pharisees and they're just trying to figure out some things. And Paul's like, I am here because I simply am teaching about the resurrected Jesus Christ. So verse 10, When there arose a great dissension, the chief captain, fearing lest Paul should have been pulled in pieces of them, commanded the soldiers to go down, take him by force from among them, and who bring him into the castle. So here's Paul sitting in a jail cell. I absolutely love verse number 11. And the night following, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul. For as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. And he's just like, Paul, I am so grateful for all the good that you are doing, testifying of my name. Please be of good cheer as you are doing this. And you're gonna see how that very counsel from Jesus Christ plays into a lot of things that are going on this week in the Come Follow Me reading. Well, as you're going through the rest of this chapter, you have 40 Jews who are conspiring, they're fasting and they're just like, we're trying to figure out all the ways that we want to destroy Paul. And you go over to chapter 24 he's five days basically with Ananias and they decide that he is just causing so many problems. You go down to verse number five. We have found this man a pestilent fellow, a mover of sedition. Pestilent, right? This guy's a pest. He's causing problems all throughout the world right here. And he's given an opportunity to stand for himself. Again, in these chapters, you're going to see him standing up, just like Jesus said, bearing testimony in front of kings and all of these rulers. And I love verse number 10. It says, Paul, after that the governor had beckoned unto him to speak, answered, For as much as I know that thou hast been many years a judge unto this nation, I do the more cheerfully answer for myself. So here's Jesus who said, be of good cheer. And so I think that gave Paul all kinds of courage. And so what is he doing now? He says, I'm going to cheerfully answer for myself. You go down to verse number 14. This I confess unto thee that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets, and have hope toward God, which they themselves also allow, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead. both of the just and the unjust and herein I do exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense towards God and towards all men. Again, I'm going to come back to that later on this week. Well, as you've got Paul there cheerfully answering for himself, one of the cross references I throw into that verse number 10 where he says, I do the more cheerfully answer for myself. You go over to Mosiah chapter 24 where you've got Amulon, one of the wicked priests of King Noah, persecuting Alma. And again, here's Alma kind of in a similar situation as Paul. He has left a former sinful life and he's going out now and he's teaching the gospel. I love what happens right now. Right here, and how it kind of compares to what Jesus Christ did for Paul. Verse 13. And it came to pass that the voice of the Lord came unto them in their affliction, saying, Lift up your heads and be of good comfort, for I know of the covenant which you have made unto me, and I will covenant with my people and deliver them out of bondage. And I will also ease the burdens which are put upon your shoulders, that even you cannot feel them upon your backs, even while you are in bondage. And this will I do, that ye may stand as witnesses, remembering what Jesus Christ asked Paul to do, witnesses for me hereafter, and that ye may know of a surety that I the Lord God do visit my people in their afflictions and then here you've got this wonderful verse and now it came to pass that the burdens which were laid upon Alma and his brethren were made light yea the Lord did strengthen them that they could bear up their burdens with ease and they did submit cheerfully and with patience to all the will of the Lord and so you see this cheerful submission here's Paul standing before kings and governors going I'm going to cheerfully answer for myself because Jesus Christ commanded me to be of good cheer you know Elder Jeffrey Holland had said this, and I've talked about this before, how he said the commandment of be a good cheer might be the commandment we break the most often. So as we cheerfully go through these things, our situations may not change, but our attitude can change. It reminds me of the quote from President Nelson that has been quoted so much. It was quoted so much in last General Conference. Saints can be happy under every circumstance. We can feel joy even while having a bad day, a bad week, or a bad year. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is, but it matters what our focus is. And as Paul is there testifying of Jesus Christ, as Alma's people are focusing on Jesus Christ, their situations may not change, but their focus and their outlook does. And So I think there's a great little lesson for you and I as Jesus Christ promises Paul, you will be of good cheer. You'll be able to make it through this. I love these principles and I know they're true.